podcast. Podcast. Do, do, podcast. Two hoes. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. From Delco. Four house on the hill. Oh, yeah, that's a whorehouse on the hill. Two hoes. Four house on the hill. Two hoes. Don't roll your skirt too short. Everybody's going to want to be up in that shorts. We're getting started now. And now it's official. It's official. We've been talking on the phone for 10 minutes before doing this. Um, and now, Maureen, now officially we're done talking on the phone and now we're podcasting. So we have to act podcasting. differently. Yeah. We have to act differently and think about what we're saying. Right. As opposed That's absolutely correct. As opposed to like just nonchalantly talking on the phone. Chit-chatting. Yes, we're not chit-chatting anymore. This is serious topics talking. Um, I fucking ha- said um again. And and you know what? Did, do I say... Because you're thinking about what you're saying. Exactly. Do I say um like when you and I were just candidly talking on the phone just 10 minutes ago? I don't pay attention to you. Marine. I didn't, okay? I pay attention to me. <laughs> Thank God somebody pays attention to me. <laughs> that is if I consider myself a person. That's true. <laughs> um, so today's topic, everyone, welcome to Two Hoes from Delco, by the way. Uh, Hi, welcome. Welcome to us. to us. We're really excited to have you listening to us. And um, we're going to be talking about cats and dogs. That's our topic today. Uh, Maureen and I are both... Really, Maureen Cummings and Beth Heinley and I are really excited to talk about cats and dogs. You just talked about yourself like a separate person. Well, that's because I'm podcasting. Oh, this is your podcasting personality? Yes, as opposed to you and I talking on the phone. I then also refer to I, myself, Beth okay. Heinley, mm-hmm. when I'm podcasting. Right, right. Yeah, well, we love cats and dogs, and... Um, Wait. Beth, you actually said what? to me over text. Yeah. You have a half hour to research this topic. So I did. And when I Googled Cats and Dogs, all that came up was that movie, Cats and Dogs. Remember that movie that came out? I don't really know what it was about, but it was called Cats and Dogs, and it was about cats and dogs fighting. That's funny. Over world domination. It was cats and dogs fighting? Yeah, over world domination. Yes, yes. See, that's why Something along those lines. That's why doctors tell you never to Google. Don't Google it. I know, right? That was super misleading. All I came up with when I Googled cats and dogs was this. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. That's awesome. Ghostbusters. That's all I came up with. My mom's up. favorite movie. <laughs> cats and dogs living together. Mass hysteria. Yeah, I like that. I love your mom, by the way. I love that Ghostbusters is your mom's favorite movie. I know. She loves Bill Murray, too. She's a brilliant person. Yes, she is. Um, Very lucky. But before we get too excited anyway, I'm really glad you did your research, by the way. I'm I'm, uh, really excited about to hear about this, like, Google search that says War of the Worlds, Cats and Dogs. Um, but we also have a section of our podcast that we started, which is the apology section. And it's when uh, we go back over previous episodes and we apologize 
for things that we said that might have been offensive. We've also, um, a part of this section is that we ask that you tweet at us and, um, and if you hear us say something that you think we need to apologize for, please tweet at us. I'm at Beth Heinley. That's my Twitter handle. And Maureen, did you set up your Twitter account from the last time? No, we- no. Really? I might as- I'm like a 60 year old woman. Like, no. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm pretty sure you do have a Twitter and it's at. I think I do. It's, it's probably like MoCom99 or something. I'm just going to like do it right now and see. I'm pretty sure. Yep. And you follow me. Oh my God. And you're actually, yeah, yeah. You have a cute little kitty as your, your avatar. You're on there. You joined in August, 2008. And, um, what color is the cat? What cat is it? Uh, it's a white and tabby colored cat. Mr. Fifi? I think it is Mr. Fifi. That that was his name. Mr. Mr. Fifi. I forgot. Yeah. Is he sitting next to a beer bottle? Yes. Yeah. That's in Howie and Kelly's in my backyard on Smedley Street. Aww. Mr. Fifi. Yeah. Where's Mr. Fifi? Good old Mr. Fifi. Where's Mr. Fifi now? What happened? You don't know about this? He disappeared. I had him for a few years, and then he just disappeared. I had him for like two and a half years. Wow. If you went up for cat adoption and you said that to them, you would not get a cat. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Just, well, since this is a cat and dog episode, it's important we um, put those facts forward for people so they know. You know what? You're totally right. And I, like, and forgot you about that in that context. But, that's, yeah, you're yeah. right. So if that ever happened to you, you owned a cat and a dog, and you want to get another cat and a dog, don't tell them that if you ever had one that disappeared. Don't tell them that. Yes, probably. I mean, use your common sense. Um, but if someone, when I worked at the SPCA, if someone didn't have enough common sense to not put like, yeah, my three dogs ran away, uh, like, why would you put that when you're trying to say like that you can take care of an animal? If you put that there, you're too stupid to have an animal. Um, well, I was too stupid to, when I was adopting cats, um, when I said, I said, uh, they were asked if I would have them be an outdoor cat and I told them no, but I have a balcony that I would let them out on. And that totally got me denied, I think. For, oh yeah. You, for an application. Yeah. So that was dumb of me. Yeah. May, if yeah. you ever ask that it, indoor cat, you're like, that's what you 100%. If you want this cat, you do, you never, you're never going to take them outside. Adventure cat. What is that? You never even heard of what an adventure cat is. Okay. You just do not, Indoor cats. Um, but all, we're off topic. Anyway, because uh, Maureen's Twitter is at MoCom, like I thought. It's at M-O, capital M-O, capital C-U-M. That's uh, your Twitter. And you actually, you don't even have your real name on there at all or anything. It just says Mo- MoCom. I, I don't even think I've ever, like, plotted. You need to get in there. You have 31 tweets. Funny, I've been <laughs> I've been on there for ten years. Um, and it doesn't matter that it's a capital C. The capitals don't matter in Twitter. Anyway, I don't. Well, also, I mean, are you even attached to this account anymore? 
All right. I have no idea. I, I don't know. I have to Maybe go. you should set up a new See one. I can sign in. <laughs> All right. Try to sign in. I try to at her if you guys want to try to like get Marina to apologize for something. But for me, I'm at Beth Heinley, B-E-T-H-H-E-I-N-L-Y, all lowercase, no space. Um, and we actually did get, I'm going through my apology notes right now, from the last episode, we did get a couple, um, some, a couple people added me on Twitter to ask me to apologize. And um, at Joe Patco 69 asked me to stop tongue clicking so much while um on the air apparently yeah, you should do that apparently i like i do this and uh that's cocky that's a cocky thing to do yeah so um i'm sorry about that and i will be more conscious con conscious of that and not did you just click your tongue marine to antagonize no, um, another, a, another Twitter apology. Oh, I got a private message actually on Twitter from, Ooh. from Wawa Corporation. <laughs> and Wawa asked me to write, uh, Wawa, sorry, I'm reading my own notes. Uh, they wrote me a DM and asked me to revisit the Wawa at 20th and Hamilton per my complaints about the service there. And they were, really? yeah, and they were like, they gave me a $5 gift certificate and told me to go back and, um, visit the store and, uh, they did not shut up. Yeah, this is, I'm telling you, this is true. That's why I remember I told you, didn't I tell That's you awesome. I went back there? Well, actually, so I took the $5 <laughs> gift certificate, but I didn't go back to that Wawa, uh, store number 8069. I actually went to, um, the Wawa to on my favorite Wawa on Second and South and used a gift certificate and it was great. I um I got a macaroni. I think you should apologize for not following the the terms of the agreement. Whatever. By Wawa Corporation. They they were they were asking me to revisit, but they weren't saying spend the five dollar gift certificate there. They were just giving that to me for them doing a shitty job. Oh, I see. You know, so I can go to whatever Wawa I want. So I went to my favorite Wawa. Good. What'd you get? Um, I got a macaroni and cheese, and I also got a baked potato soup and a buttered roll. And I also, I added the sour cream to it. You can get sour cream added for like mm, 10 cents. Nice. Yeah, so I got the sour cream added to it, and it was delicious. And also, I saw an Anthony Bourdain lookalike ordering a hoagie there. I sent you a picture. You did look like him. You sent me the picture, yeah. Uh, so, which I thought it was ironic because he just killed himself. And also, I mean, and then he's at Wawa ordering a hoagie. Right. He Maybe he... I think Anthony Bourdain would have liked Wawa. I mean, granted, yeah. he, he didn't like Philadelphia. He talked a lot of shit on the food here. But he didn't go to Wawa while he was here. So, I mean... Could have been a whole different story if he did. It could have been. It should have been. Um, in any case, so then I did actually... Oh, and then at that Wawa, too, I came out and there was a one-step-away person who was selling papers. Oh, yeah. And I spoke with him. He actually did have... Um, I think he was autistic. He had some sort of mental illness. He was, like, drooling and stuff and also repeating the same things over and over again. But uh, I felt really bad for him going in because I thought he was being really aggressive 
with the people walking in the Wawa, like, take it, take a paper, take a paper, take a paper, and kind of freaking people out. And I was like, they are not doing a good job selling those papers. But I was like, I'm gonna, you know, get a paper anyway. And then I, when I started speaking to him, I was like, oh, well, obviously, dealing with people, this, this guy was like, really nervous. And like, it's definitely not his forte. But that's kind of like, that's the point, like of one step away, yeah. like, you know, get out of your comfort zone. Um, yeah. And I was wearing a Nirvana t-shirt, and uh, he told me that Nirvana was his favorite band, too. And um, Yeah, so that was a great interaction. And then I also gave change to a homeless person who was sitting on the sidewalk, like, off the side. And because I, the reason for that was because I had talked... Like, I had complained about homeless people outside of Wawa before. And so now, to be a better person, I've decided that I'm always going to give homeless people outside of Wawa's change from now on. So you're, like, paying them reparations? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and That's nice. I like this. It's a nice amend. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know what? I kind of felt like Maid Marian in the Robin Hood Prince of Thieves movie, you know, where she's like coming out of church and all like the pe- poor people are like, alms, alms for the poor. And she's like giving the money out <laughs> and stuff. I felt like that. And I was like, that's really, I felt really great. Feeling, I, guess. I felt really great, actually. Well, you're really not getting anything out of this for yourself. It's two completely selfless acts. Um, Let's see. So the other thing to apologize for. Oh, the other thing was I when we were talking about Native Americans in the last podcast because I uh, misdirected uh, that it was the Cherry, Cherokee Indians who uh, created the Wawa word, but it was really the Obijwa Indians. And I, I, I'm doing it now. I keep on saying Indians, and they're not Indians. They're Native Americans. That's the proper um, thing to to call these people. Is maybe saying these people isn't even good, but it's Native. Yeah. It's Native American. You're supposed to say Native American, and it's the same thing as like African American. So I assume that it's like basically any way that um, the U.S. United States of America has fucked over people in this country. And they live here now. Basically, we have to name them for where they came from beforehand to be like, yeah, we took that from you. So Native American, because they're they're the natives. They're the people who actually lived here before we came here and then stole their land. And African Americans, because we stole them from Africa and brought them to the United States and and, um, enslaved every single one of them to this day. My understanding of the truth as well. Why didn't you correct me, Maureen? When I was saying About Indian. What? When I was saying Indian. Oh, out. God. I, you know what? I told you. I don't really listen to you. You don't listen to this podcast either, do you? No, I can't. I would psych myself out and not be able to do the next one. <sighs> Maureen. Also, I have an apology note for you as well here. Okay. Uh, you said the word retarded in um, the last apology section of this podcast. You said the word retarded, and that is not allowed to say that word because it is I offensive feel like, I to feel people like who are mentally challenged. 
What? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I feel like we're in confession. Really? Well, Bless obviously. For I have sinned. I said the R word one time. And you know it's not right to say that. No, it's not right to say that. And so um, saying sorry for saying. Unless you're talking about like fire retardant material. No, you you use the word retarded in reference to a person because we I was saying you can't say the word crazy and you said that's like the word retarded. And I said right. and now, then I ignored you. Issue, you what? <laughs> I was using it as an example. You can use it yeah. as an example. I wasn't using it as an insult. What? You can use it as an example? Sure, like, it's not like, you know, I said, like, you know, it's become. Like, I thought you just retarded. couldn't even Crazy say. Crazy has become, like, the word retarded. It's I thought you example. couldn't even say it. I felt like, I thought the rule was with that word that you can't even say it ever. No, I don't think so. I mean, whatever, do what you want. I... No, that's not the point of the apology section of the episode, Maureen. That's not the point. Okay. It's really um I thought it I thought you weren't allowed to say retarded ever. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are anymore. They keep changing them. All right. Well, uh tweet at Marine or I. Marine is Mocom capital M O capital C U M at um you know she on twitter and i am at beth heinley b-e-t-h-a-g-i-n-l-y all lowercase and uh let us know if i think it's i think the rule is you can't ever say the word retarded ever and maureen thinks the rule is that uh you could say it you don't use it as an insult right you don't use it as an insult so how else do you use the word retarded is all i have to say that's all you have to say. Uh, the other thing I have to apologize for is saying cognitive therapy is a lot of work. Uh, I said that cognitive therapy is a lot of work when we were talking briefly about depression and mental illness in our previous episode. Uh, and uh, that wasn't really, that was insensitive to people who are also depressed and going to therapy and are are not doing cognitive therapy because any kind of therapy is a lot of work. Like even if you're going to therapy and you're on a prescription drug to help you with your depression, there's still a lot of work on top of taking that drug to feel better. And then also the other point that I would like to make is that while I have the ability to, I was able to do cognitive therapy and feel better but that doesn't mean that anyone with depression can do that because there is mental illness where it's like, I believe in any case, well, I think it's actually a scientific fact. It's not a matter of belief that there is a chemical imbalance in some people where they actually do need the prescription drugs and need to be in therapy all the time and working on this stuff all the, all the time that, you know, versus me going to therapy and and trying and doing cognitive therapy practices anyway so I'm sorry for that um cognitive therapy is a lot of work and I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that it is and yes every kind of therapy is hard work and like 
Um, there's nothing wrong with taking medication, but it's, we know that you're going to do better if you also go to therapy. Um, I think that it is a lot of work, and I think it's fine to acknowledge that it's a lot of work. Um, yeah. yeah, I just felt like when I said it, I was saying that cognitive therapy for some, it sounded like snooty to me. Like cognitive okay. therapy is a lot of work, but like all therapy is a lot of work. Um, so I'm sorry for that. Um, and also saying, um, also, by the way, you and I didn't uh, do this at all, but I wanted to overall apologize for the Millie Bobby Brown memes. I thought, what? yeah, do you know who Millie Bobby Brown is? No. Do you know the um, the uh, Netflix series Stranger Things? Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah, the first season. Okay. Well, you know the Eleven girl? Yeah. Um, oh my god, so <clears throat> there's this meme. That's Millie Bobby Brown? That's Millie Bobby Brown, that actress. She's okay. 14 years old, um, at female identifying, um, and obviously, I mean, she's like, you know, everyone knows who Eleven is, okay? So I don't have to keep on describing what this person is through a podcast, but you, you know. And uh, there's been these memes going around where uh it's like they they're set up like a snapchat have you seen snapchat like like selfies and stuff like that where you could put like a banner of text underneath yeah that i actually did have snapchat for a while um well so they're doing these millie bobby brown memes where it's like her and then it would be like underneath it says something like i hate so excuse me like but really derogatory against um homosexuals like saying hate, oh. like her doing hate speech, and I okay. I just want to say like like this is another thing like the word retarded like you can't say it. I feel like another thing that I can't say as a straight white woman is the word faggot, and um like it would be like the meme would be her being like I hate fags and she's like smiling like in a car, and like um let me see if I can look up other ones but apparently it was like based off um one time someone like started a twitter thread that i don't even think is real about a fan who is wearing a a, a hip job hip job um, yeah, I don't know how you say it. I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, we'll, we'll apologize for that later. But, um, and they were like, can I take a picture with you? And she was like, no. Take off your hijab. And the girl was like, what? And she went on Twitter. And I just, like, I don't know. It seems, like, not real. But from then, a all these, um, like, all these memes came out of it. And one of them, like, for instance, it's her, like, smiling all dressed up, like, selfie. And underneath it says, At an awards show, I saw two men kissing in the audience. I believe marriage should be between man and woman. Gay is disgusting. Hashtag not sorry. Yeah, but here's the thing. She never said this. And then it just, like, gets even worse and worse. Another one was like, Just got this car. It's Pride Month. Hoping to hit a few faggots today oh, that's like ridiculous Who yeah would fucking really say that well the thing is 
the contrast yeah no one would really say that but the contrast of her like cute little white girl face Mm -hmm. with this like hate speech is actually like okay now we're gonna have to apologize for this later it's funny like Uh (laughs) i mean it's 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 like funny in the sense like because people like people who are allies like good-looking white women like ourselves like you know you imagine this hateful kind of like talk coming from us because we're so privileged in in our you know beautiful white faces and we're straight people and so I feel like it's it's kind of making fun of the white girl ethos the innocent white girl like I don't am I making any sense here yeah okay well so I think it's like a release of that and making fun of it well, in any case, so this actress got so upset, she actually uh, took down her Twitter account. And now people are, like, mad that people are bullying this actress because now she... Her. Yeah. I think I'm exploded on the word bully, which is going to be for unpopular opinion. Anyway, Uh-oh. I digress. Real? Okay, well, so people are, like, really pissed off about this. And, um... And it's, like, divisive because, actually, a lot of the things that I've seen from the gay community is they love it. They're, they're like, this is hilarious, you know, kind of, like, spreading this kind of thing. What was another one? Oh, I'm looking at the pictures now. I see that it's funny, yes. Like, and it's, like, the other one was, like, her another selfie. And, obviously, these are her posting... Millie Bobby Brown posting selfies and stuff and then they're putting this like text image with it and this one's like men with this filter on are fucking gay they're they're such faggots that need to be exterminated like that is so fucked up and and the thing is you got like the little teddy bear sunglasses yeah you saw it yeah the little heart I'm looking at it right now yeah heart and isn't the juxtaposition juxtaposition of that like funny? I know it's oh, not, yeah. it's not supposed to be the funny. The one she's in a car in the one, and it's like the one that's the, that's the one that's like gay is disgusting. Yeah, not sorry. Like really, like okay. And then the other one, she's like it's her little glasses picture. Like just got this car. Like, like um, yeah. imagine you are an outsider person and you see a girl like that walking down the street. You just assume assume they're like a Christian hater fucking bitch. And you assume yeah. this is, like, what they think. I don't know. That's the way I kind of, like, read it. And but and so I think it's funny. But uh, a lot of people are like, it's it's really messed up. So uh, And also because this girl, she's 14 years old. And so this is where I, I think, like, you're in, you and I, our humor kind of comes into play at where we have to have this apology section. Because while it is wrong to uh, cyber bully a 14-year-old actress who makes millions of dollars and um, is privileged beyond belief. And it's wrong to make her f- to feel bad about something that is obviously she's not tweeting this stuff. Obviously, this is not her beliefs. This is a joke. But oh, I lost my train of thought. My point is, is like, it's offensive humor. And this is, I'm glad that it exists. 
and and I sh- and I guess I should be sorry about it because it's a fourteen year old girl we're talking about. Hashtag not sorry. Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't even think about that because that totally brings it back around to hashtag not sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. I was like, you know, what do you think about it? I was curious. Um, I don't know that I would have put that much thought into it. Like, I would have been like, Jesus Christ, like, that's fucking annoying and stupid. Like, why do people do these things? I don't know. I get very, very depressed. Like, like right now, like, with the news, like, all this stuff that's happening. And more so than, like, the actual things that are happening. And I don't even need to, like, say what my beliefs are even to get this point across, it's the fact that people are arguing over these, like, ridiculous points that are, like, obvious that neither one is even true. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. people are picking a side and arguing things that are, like, irrelevant or false. And it's, it's all about, like, picking us what side you're on and just like being an asshole to the other side, you know? And, um, it's really depressing to me and it makes me really sad that the media is like, there's so many stories like in the news that are actually opinions and like people don't even state that it's an opinion anymore. Mm -hmm. Like opinions are put out there as facts and then people read these things and they believe them like, the amount of propaganda that I see, like, every single day makes me fucking sick. And um, it's I am terrified yeah. because of that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't care what your beliefs are. Like, yeah, like, I can sit here and argue with somebody, and I will, because, like, I am impassioned in what my beliefs are. But I think it does a disservice to everyone when when You argue it not, to this point. When we're arguing based on things that we're like learning that are not even true and we're it's like our and they're obviously not that true we used to tr- right and it's our so obvious that we like used to trust are not trustworthy anymore and and some of this stuff is like so blatantly ridiculous that it, it makes me infuriated that some people do believe it like, to, I just can't understand. Like, I can't. No, one be- I don't think anyone believes believe it. Some of this shit. They don't believe it. No one believes it. Everyone knows it's not. I mean, obviously, there's a a uh, thread of this. What you're talking about by when it began, for instance, with this one fan who was saying like blah blah, blah which I don't even know is real or not, but it sounds not real to me. But in any case, because I can't even imagine that an actress would be like that at like any public figure, like no matter how old you are, I can't even imagine that this actually happened. But um, I think it's tabloid and I think it's just, uh, I find it entertaining and I do like to pick apart, you know, uh, the, the uh, structure, the, the uh, underlining social thread of like contemporary also it's gay pride month i think it's like 
that adds a lot of context to it as well. And I, I, I enjoy picking apart the context, basically, is all I'm saying. But I do think it's just tabloid bullshit. And you're right. A lot of people that indulge in this kind of hateful kind of um, meme research are completely dead inside. Uh-huh. And sad. Uh-huh. Depressed. Uh-huh. Angry. And that's, I mean, I don't know, memes, like, are propaganda in themselves, mm-hmm. like, it is... Oh, God, yeah. Propaganda, it's propaganda, and, like, I don't know, like, people make important decisions, like, who to vote for based on memes on Facebook. <laughs> that's, a, I quit All Facebook. All the time. Uh, or Instagram. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. I do know what you mean. Uh, not Instagram, though. It's really hard to do uh, this uh, propaganda on Instagram. Why do you say that? There's memes on Instagram. Mm, yeah, no. There are memes on Instagram, but I don't know why. Like, there's not... People don't share them. Like, your friends don't share them. You have to follow meme pages. Maybe some friends every once in a while shares a meme, but none of your friends are really dedicated to sharing memes on Instagram as much as they are on Facebook. I see what you're saying. Yeah, all right. I got you. So, like, most of the time when you're on Instagram, you really are just looking at people's cats and babies. Right, right, right. Um... So that's my point. Like, whereas on Facebook, it's like inescapable because people will just share a meme just yeah, like that. Yeah, right. It's something they, anything they read, they just share. All. Yeah. Um, it makes them like, like, share. There was a couple recaps I wanted to do. Oh, I wanted to add a recap section um, before we get into cat, cats and dogs. Uh, you and I need to, I thought we should set a date to, because um, we discussed about what if I ha- hired a male stripper to perform for me at the the Lansdowne Sycamore Tree as a performance art piece. And I thought that was a great idea. And maybe, like, uh, I don't know, when are you free? I thought we could hang out. We could meet up, and I could hire a stripper to come and dance for us in front of the tree. Well, I'm not sure when I'm free, but I like the idea. Well, it's kind of important if you give me some kind of date. I know your work schedule is, like, really unpredictable but let's just like start just you know you know sometime in july it'll be sometime yeah after the fourth of july after the fourth of july what is your typical like evenings typically um it really depends on my work schedule because Mm -hmm. if i get done work at six and i'm working at seven in the morning the next day like i'm not gonna want to do yeah. anything but it's like if I got done work at three on a certain day or like one on a certain day and like didn't work till so I, the next day you know like I would have like a chunk of time I would have to hire a stripper like the week of yeah no I no like sometimes I'm sure they do July. I'm not talking about like months from now I'm talking okay. about like a month from now let's just like go let's let's do let's go for like a hump day and let's just say Wednesday July 18th for now. Well, let me see what my next day off after this one We'll is see what too, it is the week of, you know, and we'll announce it on the podcast for anyone local who might want to come see the stripper, but we'll just say that for now. Okay. July 18th, uh, we'll, we'll like touch base on if it's going to actually happen July 18th. I'm pretty sure I can hire a male stripper the week of, like I don't have to hire them months in advance. 
Yeah, let me see. Okay. Um, because I think I have my schedule for the next couple of weeks, but they just put it up today, so I have no idea what it is. Okay. Uh, uh, the other thing I wanted I will to tell you. Yeah, let me know. So, but just for now, we'll just say July 18th and then we'll recap on that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to recap on, I went to the Fishtown La Cologne and I took a poop there and I didn't buy anything and it was totally fine. So I just wanted to let yeah. everybody know they could go to the La Cologne, it's on Frankfurt Avenue in Fishtown and take a poop and you don't have to buy anything. And the, the bathrooms are really great. What do they look like? Is it a single bathroom? Oh, no, it's like like stalls. stalls. It's like so anonymous. That's what I mean by anonymous bathroom. Like, it's stalls. So, like, and there's like, I think there's like 10 of them. So, you could go take a shit in there and nobody knows who took the the shit. Does the stall go all the way down to the bottom? Or can you look at Oh, well, they, you the can see your stall. feet. You could see your feet. Oh. But also, the whole time I was in there, I took a shit and it took me like. I mean, I pooped pretty fast, but it's still, I guess it took me a couple minutes, and uh, nobody even came in to the bathroom. That's too far. Uh, and then, oh, sorry, I just tongue clicked. Sorry, Joe Paco, 69. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about was, uh, I you were telling me that Starbucks did, like, a whole racism thing, because I called Starbucks racist, and and you, uh, yeah, yeah. you said that they did like a uh, program to fight news. fight racism in their company, and uh, and I actually that week This American Life did an episode on it, and I listened to it, and I learned all about how Starbucks is fighting racism within their uh-huh. company. And so I just wanted to say that if uh, you were listening and you heard me call them racist, that you should probably listen to that This American Life episode. Um, and then later in that... Did it change your opinion of Starbucks? No. Oh. I still think that I they're racist. I thought there was like a hopeful ending to the story. No, I thought it was, uh, I, I still think they're racist and, uh, you shouldn't go eat, drink coffee there. Yeah, I mean, it's too fucking expensive for me, like, ridiculous. For real. Um, and then This American Life later in that episode talked about prisons and I, I thought that was interesting. They were like that you and I did the same thing. We talked about Starbucks and prison and prison. And I was just like, I just wanted to, you know, give ourselves a pat on the back for being like really on, on the pulse of uh, America. On the pulse of America. Yeah. You and I right there. Cause we pretty much did that. In our podcast episode, what it, what this yep. American Life did. So, um, and then I was like, oh, you and I, we talk about Delco legends a lot, like people from Delaware County. And I just wanted to make a note that in the future, I think that we should do a Delco um, legends episode where we talk about famous people from Delaware County. Yeah, there's definitely famous people. So we'll do that. Um, anyway, that's all my recap topics. Did you did you have any recaps, Maureen? No, Beth. I didn't think so. And uh, let's see. Let's talk about cats and dogs. Excellent news. So I happen to be a professional. Okay, yeah, Maureen, give some background. Also, well, before that, we both, I own cats. Maureen owns cats and dogs. Maureen and I, for starters, we both, well, this is going to be great, because we both love cats and dogs. So... Yeah, yes. Like you can't be like, are you a cat person or a dog person? No, that's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. 
I love both of them. Me too. Yeah. And, uh, but I don't like dog people. So. Okay, that's fair. Uh, yeah, why don't you give a Whatever. little background on, on your expertise? Well, I um, grew up with dogs and cats, and I am a vet tech now. I've been a vet tech, a veterinary technician for six years, um, which is crazy to me. I can't believe I've been doing it for six years. That is crazy, although it's not cool to say crazy. It's not what? You shouldn't say crazy, but that is crazy. Oh, my goodness gracious. Mm. Sorry. Uh, and uh, uh, tell us about your cats and, and your dog that you have now. Okay. Well, I have two cats. Uh, my first cat, my oldest cat that I have right now is Dr. Gonzo, mm -hmm. um, who was given to me by a friend, a family of, of friends, and... Um, then he's an orange kitty he is an orange tabby um he is diabetic he's uh, wait 15 or something 15 or 16 he's he's 15 or 16 wow yeah yeah i think he's 15 that's when leona got diabetes yeah so he's been diabetic for like a year i think and he's definitely in pain like he's definitely got pain from it because they can get oh. like neuropathy so I think he has pain because he has trouble, like, getting down off, like, the windowsill and stuff. Um, but he's doing good. And um, then I have Will Ether, who is a kitten that I adopted, who was up for adoption from my work. And um, I work at a veterinary hospital. You I'm said a that. Technician, but, well, no, I said I'm a veterinary technician. Now you're I just mean, like, bragging. I could be in research or something. Now you're just bragging. Um, Anyway, so we had these kittens for adoption, and um, the one, like, somebody came up to me and was like, Maureen, there's a blind kitten. I was like, oh, my God, like, I totally want to adopt it. Don't, I, it is funny that I'm the first person to yeah. go around to. And we're like, there's a blind kitten. I was like, Why oh would God. you, uh, why would they, why do you want a blind I, kitten? Because it's cute. It's just cute to me, like, when they're blind and stuff and deaf, like, I'm an animal person, so a lot of us are, like, fucked up like that. Like, some people are really, really into, like, animals that are missing one leg. I just think it's really cute when they're, like, missing an eye or, like, both eyes. Um, I don't know. So, and it was an orange cat, another orange tabby, which is my favorite type of cat because mm -hmm. I think they're the most friendly. Them and the gray tabbies are also pretty friendly, I think. Really? Um, yeah, I do. Uh, I don't know about that. Hit or miss, but um, I think the brown tabbies, gray, brown and gray tabbies are tend to be friendly. And you got to yeah. get boy cats, too, if you want a friendly cat. Boys, not girls. Yeah, um, I mean, but, there's affectionate girl cats, though. Yeah. It's not fair to, like, but, gender um, normal eyes that... So, anyway, with this mm -hmm. kitten, this blind kitten, um, turns out he's not blind. Like, I brought him home, and, like, he's, he can totally see. So I, like, bring him back, um, and, like, one of the veterinarians, actually, this is hilarious because it goes with what we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. um, he's an older man, and he was, like, he, like, puts the kitten down, and he's, like, putting his hand in front of him and stuff, you know, to see if he can tell, like, if the kitten can see. He's, like... He's not blind. He's, he's just retarded. <laughs> so that's the story of Will Ether. 
And, he, um, your doctor called your cat retarded, your vet. Yeah. He, no, he used that word? No, it the vets I work with, yes. That is so messed up. Yeah, he it's should, You should have corrected him for saying that. Well, I did. I, I you did? Good. I actually smacked him upside the head. Yeah, yeah. That's Good. What I did. You mean mentally challenged, yeah. asshole. Yeah, that's right. So God. anyway, he throws a goofball. He just does mm-hmm. a lot of weird stuff. He does a lot of weird things. And, um, like, he likes to have his paws patted. Like, he will not sit still in your lap ever. But if you flip him on his back and you pat his paws, mm-hmm. he gives you his paws. And, like, he just, like, his, his like, third eyelids go up and his eyes close. He's like, ugh. And he just, like, yeah, freezes. He loves it. It's so weird. And uh, one time I was over, you, you went to give like cats treatments or something but I was over and you told me this about him and I didn't believe you and then you left and he like came over jumped up on the couch came up on my lap and then he rolled around and exposing his belly to me on my lap and put his paws up and I was like I'm not doing that that looked really weird and I'm not patting his paws like I'm not gonna do it and he actually forced me because he will he'll like come and ask you to do it he like literally like lit- and, and people are like how is that possible it's like you're just like no he, like, I'm not doing that and then he puts his and, like, paw put your yeah. up. Yes. and he like and then I was like wow you totally put my hand in position like he wants me to do this so then I just I was like yep he forced me to do it it was messed up yeah man that's a little ether but yeah so I have Dr. Gonzo and uh-huh. then um, when I got the kitten I was talking to people that I work with, and one of my coworkers suggested ether mm-hmm. because of, you know, fear and loathing in Las Vegas, Dr. Gonzo. Oh, ether. oh, okay, that's why. Yeah, so that's why they go together, and then I have a dog. But they don't really like each other. No, they love each other now. The, oh. Wild, oh, my God. No, they sit in the windowsill together. They fucking Aww. clean each other. That's they, so like, great. They, talk to each other and headbutt each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it took a while. It did take I a mean, while. That's Ether, so good. Ether, I've had him for like a year and a half now. And yeah. I would say in the past, over the past six months, slowly they have finally become friends. That I'm so happy to hear that. Um, yeah, because it's adorable. I, it makes me really happy. It does. Like, when your cats get along, like, it really warms your heart. It's really... It does. It's so great. It really adds to your day. And, yeah, and it's I just adorable. feel like uh, Dr. Gonzo took a while to warm up because he's so much older. So he was just like, I'm not in the mood for this kitten shit. Yes, exactly. You know, maybe, like, he, like little Ether matured a bit and he was like, okay, I can accept this this thing yeah. yeah well also i don't know carl was saying like ether is bigger than gonzo now so like maybe gonzo realizes that like Ether's kind of the man of the house yeah oh shit or maybe but gonzo doesn't seem to care anymore he's just like kind of settled into it, like being an old man cat and being super yeah chill. Yes. it's only a matter of time I hate to talk so depressing about like that, but I just lost two elderly cats within two years recently and it was really hard on me and I just want to like, um, when I see elderly cats, just prepare their cat owners for it by talking about it, so. But you just got kittens. Tell us about your kittens. Well, you didn't tell us about your dog though. 
Oh, all right. So KJ, he's a pulley, which is the kind of dog that has dreadlocks, mm-hmm. dreadlocks and look like a mop. Or, as I just said, dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a cross between dreadlocks. No one can tell because you're over the phone talking. It's cool. Oh, God, I thought I would have got away with it. And then I was like, nah, I won't get away with it. And so I decided to over-explain it. Now it's just fucking ruined. Anyway, that's what kind of dog he is. He's a black dog. He's 38 pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, he's 12 years old. His owner developed dementia, and so he came to stay at our vet hospital, and he was boarding here for like a month um, while I guess they were getting legal stuff together or whatever because like the woman's house got taken away because, like, she was, like, unfit, so we, like, live alone or whatever. And so the dog got taken away, and um, they couldn't, like, find someone to adopt them. And was I she was, a like, hoarder? I don't really know if she was a hoarder. I just know it was, like, there was urine and feces everywhere and, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, God, that's going to be me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Totally. Absolutely. Um, but that's how I went. So I had just moved here and, um, I could have a dog. So Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I mean, he's old, like he's only going to live a couple more years. Yeah. You know, he was a really nice dog. He is really nice. He's relatively quiet. I mean, he's annoying and barks when you walk in the door, but like, like he'll bark when he wants something. He demand barks, but he, um, He's a really, really good dog. He, like, is good with other dogs. He's good with cats. He's good with people. He's good with little kids. Like, I've never had a problem with him other than him having accidents sometimes inside, like, at the beginning because um, his owner was letting him pee in the house and poop in the house, you know? So Mm -hmm. he was, like, on house trains at first. But as long as he stays on a regular schedule, he's fine. Um, I, me, my cats, let's talk about me now. Um, so I actually just had a recent cat death. So I do want to talk about my previous two cats, which were Zion and Leona. And I got them when I was 18. I got them like pretty much just a couple months apart. Leona is my cat from high school. Clea, her baby offspring. And when I moved away for, col- for, for college, I took Leona with me. And then a couple months later, I got Zion because I was in school and working full time. And I thought Leona was getting like really weird because she wasn't around anyone or anything. And, and she she was a weird cat in that yeah, she was she like, was. we would compare her to the penguin in Wallace and Gromit. Like, <laughs> if, you're, so if you're familiar. Aww. She had that dead look in her eyes and was always, like, watching you from some point in the room. I'm sure other people have cats. They can relate to the penguin and Wallace and Gromit. In any case, um, Zion Zion was a very dog-like cat. And in the sense where he, like, was completely loyal to me and wanted to cuddle, like, all the time. I couldn't even, in the, you know, 18 years I had him, sleep in a separate room of, of him with him. Like, he would not tolerate not being able to, to sleep next to me. Um, he used to suckle at your teeth. Yeah, which is, um, there. there's actually, well, he. it wasn't that bad where he would do it on blankets or anything else, but there's actually a condition for cats that do that. What is it called? Pica? That. Yeah, pica. 
cats yeah. that um they need to, they they're like dealing with I don't know they're they didn't wean they wean too early from their moms and so now they have this neurotic disorder where they have to suck on things and um but Zion would just suck on my shirts he wouldn't suck on other things so I don't know what that is if that's Pika or not because and it didn't turn into like an issue it was just like kind of embarrassing when people would come over and my cat would sit on me and then he would start like sucking on my shirt like and people would be like what the fuck and I'd be like we don't do this all the time I swear I don't <laughs> understand um but he was really attached to me and um I was really attached to him and, and Zion was a Himalayan, which is a long haired Siamese cat. He wasn't like purebred Himalayan because Himalayans are like part Persian. Whereas Zion looked like he, he had like the snout of a normal cat. Like he didn't have a Persian snout. So he could have been, I've heard that they, there was a Mancoon Siamese mix that didn't take off as a breed. And there was a lot of kittens across the United States that are half Mancun, half Siamese, um, that are not. That would be an interesting breed. Yeah, it's, well, they're large, they're very large, very fluffy, and they have the Siamese point. Um, but. Are they loud? Yeah. And huge? <laughs> yeah, like Zion was loud and huge, like, yeah. Yeah. And the breed never took off, so they were actually affordable. Um, because that was the other thing, like I didn't buy Zion from a breed or anything like that. I just was kind of in the back of my head, like I need to get Leona a partner because she's weird and I'm never home. <laughs> and then I was at this pet store and I saw Zion like sleeping in his own shit. And I was like, that's Leona's partner right there. <laughs> and, uh, that, so it kind of happened like that. And I, I only, he was only like 40 bucks. So, like, because people would be like, oh, because seriously, some of these kittens that you get, like, that are, like, fancy looking, it's, like, $400, $500 a kitten. It's, like, insane. Yeah. Or it's not insane. It's out of this world, I should say. And um, with... You're upsetting the people that are interested in Donald Trump's Space Force, Beth. What? What about Donald Trump's Space Force? Space Force, yeah. I don't even know what you're talking about. And uh, I'm yeah, on look Twitter. It up. It's his new thing. He wants to have a space force. And he says out of this world? He, no, but I'm just saying that it could be offensive to those who are in favor of oh, that. Well, let me just take care of that right now and just say, fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> fuck you, cocksucker. Fuck Donald you, Trump. Donald Trump. We do not fucking like you. I don't understand how you became president. And if I saw you walking down the street, I would throw a burning pile of dog shit at you. Wow. Yeah. I just don't, I don't think that he should be the president of the United States. I don't think he's qualified. No shit. He was, yeah. Oh yeah. I would totally throw a flaming dog shit at his face. Absolutely. Wow. Yep. Like, like not even a question that, you know, the FBI could call up my house right now. And arrest me for it. Well, I mean, you would probably get shot by the Secret Service if you. I would. I would die for that. I would die to throw flaming dog (laughs) shit at Donald Trump. Yeah, I would fucking go out like that. No problem. No problem. That is some intense. Um. Let's get back to cats and dogs. Pride. Let's get back to cats and dogs. That's not national pride. 
I'm an anarchist. This has nothing to do with national pride. This has to do with the fact that Donald Trump is a fucking piece of shit and deserves to have flaming dog shit thrown at his fucking orange face. Anyway. Um, cats and dogs. So, Zion was just a sweet, cute little angel, and I loved him so much. And he died when he was 18, which was actually only a few months ago. And, um, Leona died two years before, well, like a year and a half. And, uh, she had diabetes for like a couple years and then eventually got kidney damage. Uh, that was irreversible. And, um, so she ended up dying of kidney failure, which I hear is a slightly unpainful way to go. Um, Zion, I'm not sure what he died from. I think it was just like basically because, I mean, trust me, I was going to the vet like constantly. We even got like an ultrasound on him uh-huh. um, to, of his insides to be like, what's going on in there? And pretty much everyone was like, he's just falling apart. And uh, so maybe he had like cancer or because I didn't do the cancer test because I was like, what was the point of that? Because, no. you know, I'm not no, going to. No, we don't usually even. Yeah. Even I mean, suggest it. That I mean, he's 18 right. years old. I mean, if he has cancer, like, there's literally nothing, like, you can do. Right. Um, exactly. So I didn't do I mean, it. we get biopsies of stuff and find out if there's cancer and stuff. But, like, some a lot of owners don't want to know because they're not going to treat it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't treat my pet. Cancer, like, my pet wouldn't understand why I'm doing this stuff to them. Like, it's stressful. Yeah. You know? I mean, well, and he I had guess. a hyperthyroid towards the end of his life, which is an indication of cancer, like right. incoming. Um, so he probably had cancer. That's probably what happened. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, he was an old guy. Yeah, he was an he old guy. Um, such a good cat. And for anyone like who's like thinking about losing a cat or has lost a cat, you know how painful it is. It's like a family member. Like I, admittedly, this is this is hard for me to admit over a podcast that strangers are going to listen to, but I cried more over Zion's death than when my grandma died because. Uh- were you with, did you sleep with your grandma every night? No, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, people it's hard. belittle, like, the death of a pet, like, you know, and it's just, I think it's wrong. I think pets are, like, absolutely just as important as people. They are family, and we are just, they are our companions, and we are just as close to them as a family member, if not more so. Like, so, yeah. Um, you know, give, take the day off. You know, to take care of yourself if you're if you're losing a pet and like feel that grief and don't ignore it and it's okay to be sad about it. And um, so, but I also want to say I use lap of love to put Zion down to euthanize Zion when when basically he got to the point where he couldn't really walk. Like his quality of life wasn't really good at all. And so I made the decision to um, euthanize him, and I hope one day someone will do it for me, to, to be honest. And uh, it was actually yep. really peaceful. They came to my house, lap of love, and uh, they give they you know give him the overdose of uh, uh, it's like a painkiller overdose is how how it goes down. And uh, Zion didn't he was he died in his favorite chair. He didn't even move. He didn't even care what was going on. He was very chill and just kind of like went to sleep and died. 
and yeah, it was <laughs> just here. That's awesome. No, it was. I'm just saying it was just really peaceful. Oh so, no, I mean, versus I, I'm in euthanasia a few times a month here. Oh, yeah, you know, I see it all the time, and I we recommend lap of love to people. You it's know, way better for a lot of pets. It's really stressful to go to the vet. Exactly. You don't want that to be like their last memory. Yeah, I mean, it's it's okay if it has to be, but. You know, if you can choose and, and you can do and it. And it's not like, that much more expensive. That's the other thing. Yeah. Really, I thought it was going to be, like, really expensive, but it really wasn't in comparison. That's good. Good. Um, and uh, in any case, so then I was so sad for, like, a month to a point, and maybe it might have been too early. Everyone has their own timeline, but I was so upset and depressed that I actually really needed another cat to uh, – just have somebody make me smile and I think Maureen you actually said like probably the best thing ever when I was talking to you about it and you said Zion would want you to be happy like I mean your pet like their whole life is is even cats because people are like cats don't care no cats do they're very loving creatures and they do care about you oh yeah they're independent they're individuals that's the difference um I just talked over you. I'm sorry. What were you saying? What? I felt no, like... No, I, was... I said that the bond is amazing. Yeah. So, I, and yeah, I was like, you're right. Like, Zion, like, would want me to be happy, you know? And um, so I got a little black kitten, and his name is Beelzebub. And actually, it was like literal, like, actually, he was a hell kitten, when I got him oh. and I actually Zion and Leona were such precious little kittens. They gave me no problems. Somehow this kitten was like, he meowed like through the night when I first got him for like nearly a week to the point where at the end of the week I was so sleep deprived because this kitten was keeping me up at night. And it was basically like, he was scared. I mean, that's really what it was. Like he wasn't like, you know, an asshole. He was scared. He was in a new place and he he didn't know me and he was looking for his cat friends and was just like really upset. Um, and he also hid all the time. Like he never came out from where he hid. And, but like, I kind of knew what I was getting into when I adopted him because the foster mom told me that, you know, he's from the, a cat colony. He's from the street and he's very shy she was like i don't think he'll ever be a lap cat he's not an affectionate cat like she told me all this stuff up front and i was like that's perfect for me actually because i just want a cat and i actually am getting over this cat that was like super affectionate to me and i don't want an affectionate cat you know like Uh i just want a cat and i like thought the challenge would be great for me as well to distract me from my grief and so and it was actually and Beelzebub was a hellcat for like two weeks but then he was after that it it was not what the foster mom described because he was super affectionate with me he would sleep with me he cuddles with me he sits on my lap he's he is a very talkative cat he is he's super outgoing too yeah he's super outgoing he's not shy you wouldn't say he was a shy cat no, not at all. Yeah, so I think, like, him and I, you know, found each other, and it was actually really great. And he was, like, this little shadow for me to help me get over this this grief of Zion. 
And, um, but then I was concerned for him too, not having a companion. So just like, uh, about like a couple months after I got Beelzebub, I adapt, I adopted Pecker and Pecker is a, uh, orange tabby and he's medium hair is the way he's described. He has a fluffy tail. He's not very furry. He's kind of furry. He has a fluffy tail though. And Pecker is, we call him Pecky pretty much. But he is, he doesn't meow as much as Bub, thank God. Um, and him and Beelzebub actually immediately bonded because they're like the same age. And like, it really is so great. Like Zine and Leona too, they were like best friends as well. It's so great having two cats that get along. I was kind of nervous of it, but I met um, Pecker before I adopted him. Because they actually, the place I adopted him from doesn't let you just adopt the cat. You have to, like, do a meet and greet. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is actually fairly common today, which changed. from Because, like, from when I first got my cats in the 90s versus now, the difference is the adoption centers take it a lot more seriously. And you have to do, like, a whole meet and greet before you even um, take them home. And, uh, but in any case, when I met Pecky, I was like, this cat is so sweet and he's very submissive. I was like, eh, I really don't think him and Bob are not going to get along. And I was right when I brought him home, they like immediately were best friends. So, so cute. I know. Um, in any case, I, so those are my two cats, Beelzebub and Pecky. And basically, I mean, Beelzebub and Pecker formally, and we pretty much call them Bub and Pecky. And uh, they're both just like a year old now. They're like adolescents. That's um, awesome. That's awesome that you have two young cats right now. But I would say getting on with like what, what cats are like versus dogs, because I want to get a dog. Like, you know how I talk about my forest retreat um, mm -hmm. when I retire and I'm going to move? Yeah to uh the woods that's kind of like the time i want to get a dog because part of me is like i want a dog now because i like dogs but here's what i like about dogs they're they're loyal to you i'm into that like i have cats and cats aren't like they are loyal to you but it's it's a different kind of loyalty uh -huh. the bond yeah. is is uh it's more like bonding with a human being like for instance like human beings are loyal to you but they're still individuals they're not gonna like do anything you tell them to do or yeah they still have like their own thing to do yeah exactly and cats that's what a cat is like but it doesn't mean they're not affectionate towards you but a, a dog is like you're you have a, to give a dog something to do like they don't have their own thing to do yeah you have to give them something to do otherwise like they're going to get in trouble it's their pack mentality of some of them you know some of them are working dogs or you know but still like you really need to give them something to do I think it's the it's the pack mentality. It's like just part of their breeding that um, they're you know they're reliant on a they're not individuals. That's right. that's not the way they work. But also the other interesting thing is dogs versus cats is cats. Well, while there are cat breeds, um, dogs and cat, hold on, someone's. Oh, the cat doctor actually just called me. Beelzebub's vet. Beelzebub and Pecky's vet. Well, uh, well, I'll talk about this. Uh, Beelzebub has, um, well, I don't know the full word, but they call it campy. Uh, 
which is like a bacteria that they get in their gut. And it's actually... Yeah, you told me this. I don't even know what it is. It's really nasty, but basically it gives them the shits. And it, a cat's street cats get it. Like, so, because Bub was born in this cat colony, and it was nasty, I guess, and, and they get this, like, nasty bug. And uh, he's been on antibiotics for, like, two months now to, like, get yeah, his, his shit right. Uh, we had we were doing a paste at first, but apparently the paste is supposed to taste good. The paste does not taste good. Bub hated it. Then we switched to pills. It's, like, a whole thing. And actually, the pill pockets... Um, which are these uh, greenies treats that you can put a pill in and, you know, mash it up and it's and then you give him the treat. Bub loves them. He eats the pill whole and it's so easy. To, awesome. It's so easy to medicate him. With Zion, when I would, he would know that there was a pill in those things. Yeah. <laughs> I could never pill. I mean, I, I would have to pill Zion by hand. I would have to force open his mouth and pop uh-huh. the pill in because if you uh-huh. would put it in his food or in a treat, he knew. And he he, yeah. he was so annoying. But Bub is actually really easy to pill. Um, in any case, back but to the, back to the whole. Awesome. I am. I'm really lucky. But back to the whole breeding thing is like cats though pretty much evolved from the desert, coming out, being mouse hunters, being like, you know, we we can be of service in this way if you give us some food. Like, let us just hang out. Uh, and dogs were bred by humans. Whereas, like, cats strictly came from the wild. Dogs ha- are bred from human beings. Right. That's, like, that's how dogs... we made, we, like, made dogs into domesticated animals, whereas cats domesticated themselves. Like, they decided yes. to be around us. Yeah. yeah. I didn't just come up with that. I saw that on the on- out on a show. Also, but, Marina, fun little fact. Do you know the Egyptian word for what the Egyptian word for cat is? Nope. Meow. Really? Yeah. That's fine. M I O U. Huh. I might be word wrong on the spelling. Something like that, though? Egyptian word for cat. Uh. Why do you have to give me this whole... Oh, it's M-A-U. Meow. 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 That's funny, though. Yeah. Uh, Cats were worshipped by Egyptians. That's my point. Yep. So, also, another thing I learned when I was grieving um, for my cat, in that in Egyptians, when they would lose a cat, they would shave their eyebrows. To show that they were in mourning for their cat, which I thought was yeah. really hardcore and awesome. I almost did it. I um, wish you did. I kind of wish I did too. I should have done it because that yeah. would have been really badass and also great uh, conversation topic. But, uh-huh. um, and also just, I mean, you're that in grief over your cat that you want to walk around without any eyebrows. That's just. And that's cat worship. You want everyone to know so they can be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, I think that's great. I think there's like, I think acknowledging that, like outwardly showing that you're in grief so other people like are nicer to you is a great form of self-care. I think people should do that. I do too. Um, In any case, uh, no one ever worshiped dogs though. 
in the, in the history of time. Are there any dog yeah, gods? Yeah, some cultures actually think they're disgusting. Some cultures eat them. Yep. Uh, what other cat dog topics? <laughs> we only have, mean, we have 10 minutes left to talk about cats and dogs. There are so many things, you know, there's training, there's behavior, there's, um, you know, there's like health. What kind of dog is your favorite kind of dog? I I don't know that I could pick one. Like, well, I can. my go-to thing would be, like, a blue pit. Oh, you like pit bulls? I love pit bulls, and I didn't really Do you think, know much about them before working at a shelter, but <clears throat> I, I really, really love pit bulls. But pit bulls um, were specifically bred to be fighting dogs. Like, weren't they? But, yeah, they were literally well, bred to be that. Yes. Um... They have been bred to be animal aggressive. So actually what they were bred to do was be aggressive toward other dogs. So really with pit bulls, you're more likely to have a problem with them attacking another dog than a person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other wow. breeds of dogs have high incidences of biting as well. Some of them have more. I heard Dalmatians um, are you know, assholes. But, like, you also still have to, any large dog, like, you have to be aware and you have to be respectful of the dog. Dogs are animals. Um, if you fuck with them, you know, and do something they don't like and then you don't read their signals that they don't like it, you know, the dog tails between its legs and it's, like, head is down and it's, like, looking at you sideways. Mm-hmm. If you don't yeah. see that and you fucking get bit because you're being stupid, like, don't blame the dog. Did I know? ever tell you uh, Mer- uh, I saw Eileen, our friend Eileen from uh, high school, yeah. <laughs> yes, I know at the park with her new baby, and I was like, oh, hi, and then I saw her, her dog, her, his name's Chase, I believe, and I went to go pet him, and he bit me, and the <laughs> first thing Eileen said that fucking bitch. She goes, yeah, remember when your cat bit me in high school? <laughs> and you, oh, and mean, she goes, and you said it was, hilarious. you said it was a love bite. Well, that was a love bite. And oh I was my like, God, I love her. I was like, I can't believe you just brought that up right now. Like awesome. that happened 20 That's- years ago, Eileen. And and I was like, and I also wanted to get into it with her again because cats do love bite. That's like a thing cats do. Like, because like the mama cat, when you're a mom cat grooms kittens, they groom them and they bite them. And so the cats actually do that with their humans as like a sign yeah. of affection. Don't and play when bite, though. Don't this dog does not did, was not play biting me, and yes, actually, it was you fucking pussy. No, you know what? What I think it was, because when you were saying this, I was like, I wasn't thinking at the time because I was just like, I like dogs, so I always just go up and pet them. But <laughs> he was, her dog was giving me those signs, like looking. To, he wasn't. He was looking to the side, tail between the legs. Also, they yeah. were out with this brand new baby. Like, so the dog yeah. was probably protective of the baby. Yeah. And it was the first time they, they were out with the baby, too. 
So there was like all this emotional yeah. things going on with the dog that I just wasn't even thinking of. I definitely think yeah. the dog was actually biting me. He didn't break the skin, by the way. That's not what happened. He didn't break the skin. Oh, well, that's, see, like, I barely It was a nip. That. It was a nip. Um, yeah, like, he chased you away. I mean, well, no, I wasn't. I didn't run from him. I was like, oh, No, shit. I mean, he's, ch- with his mouth, like, he was trying to chase oh, you away. yeah, he was like, no. He wasn't, like, necessarily trying yeah. to injure you. Because, like, and, but the I've, thing heard, is, I I've think, heard people what? say that, like, if a dog wants to bite you, it's going to bite you. Oh, really? Dogs okay. Are fast enough. Like, yeah. He was definitely anyway, being aggressive, that. though. It wasn't a love bite. It was definitely. No, I. Yeah. I think it was a, probably, sounds like it's a, a warning bite. Yeah. Um, and also, well, the other funny thing is Eileen was like, too, she was like, I swear he never does that. And then she went like, or at least for like a while, like a few years. <laughs> so apparently they, <laughs> he does have behavior issues. And, Bye. and to that, I would like to say to dog owners who have dogs that have behavior issues, if a person comes up. Well, actually, you know what? I should have asked. Can I pet your dog? That's what you should do. You should never go up to a dog and be like, doggy. You just don't do no. that. Don't and do don't that. Don't let your fucking kids do it either and then blame the dog when your goddamn yeah. shitty gets bit. Totally. So that's like on me. But also as a dog person, I, w- I would feel I'm like anxious like when you're out walking a dog. Like you do have to be like notice when people are you think someone excited is about to come pet your dog and you know your dog is a biter you need to be like no don't pet my dog he's not into it and I've seen people do it a lot but um also you shouldn't run up to a dog and try to pet them today though I was walking and I saw um two uh corgis do you know what cor- the corgi dogs are like yeah oh like my god they can be dicks though well yeah i didn't pet them but like uh i was just like they really brightened my day you know i just gotta Aww. say they were their so freaking cute. cute they are so cute um they're adorable when they like bounce and they're like little hot they're like the little hot dogs too like yeah. so you get the combo of like the cute little wolf face and a hot dog dog yeah i mean and then like a poopy butt oh my god god like that is just so freaking adorable i can't even stand it and so i know i'm thankful that humans breed dogs that like so that that animal could exist is amazing um i have a video i have to send you of corgis although i've also heard though see where the animal breed the breeding with dogs to make like these perfect cute little animals can sometimes be really cruel like i've heard that corgis um like not quirkies um what are the ones the french bulldogs yeah but I, they're the, uh, mouths is that the ones mm-hmm. that i'm talking about yeah they, they make this problem yeah because they make the snout the snouts too short but you can yeah. actually get that dog that breed of dog where they they turned it around where they make the snouts a little longer so they still oh, wow. are, are cute and look like them but they've actually bred them so their snouts are longer so it's not cruel so you should su- okay. you should support that breed and not support the breeders who are breeding the the short snout the ones. Up ones. Yeah, because yeah. it's like a genetic thing that human beings have bred into them that looks cute and all, but it's actually really painful for them and not cool. Yeah, and I don't even know it's like when they're put, put under anesthesia, you have to be really careful too. Yeah, like what happens like 
it's just riskier um, because they have to be intubated, so they have to have like a tracheal tube down their trachea so they can breathe while they're under anesthesia and to give like deliver oxygen and whatever like the gases to keep them asleep. I hope um, you guys charge so that. You charge when extra. They're waking, huh? You guys charge charge extra for that. We charge extra for everything. Okay, good. Um, no, we don't charge extra <gasps> to keep your dog alive. But, but um, it's you guys have to do all that extra work because of the breed. You should totally charge extra for it. Oh, no, 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 no. No, it's not just those dogs that need a tube put down their throat. All the dogs need a tube put down their throat. I still think there should be a, under a, anesthesia. You, you just know, have to be more Peter charge. A no, Peter charge. Don't, we're not breedists here, Beth. We, are, we do not oh. discriminate based on breed or... Oh, so now I'm a breedist. Things are only more expensive by size. Sizes. Oh, okay. You do, you do uh, discriminate against their size, but not yes, their. Yes, we breed. discriminate by size. Generally, like dogs that are over fifty pounds, and especially dogs that are over eighty pounds. No, I mean, that makes more uh, they actually to have a bigger dog. Everything's more expensive. They did that with um, uh, the the uh, lap of love. I they had a pound charge. Yeah, because of yeah. the drugs, the amount of drugs. It the takes. amount of drugs, and also to carry the the dog out. Yeah, um, it is. It's really difficult to carry a dead dog that's like over even forty pounds because it's so awkward. Mm -hmm. It's really difficult, actually. They took Zion away in a little basket. That's adorable. Well, it's we. I don't know. It's weird because that's what I do for my job. So, like, you do try to think of ways to make it nicer for the owner yeah. and like do cute things. It was. Like it that. was cute. So, I mean, to me, I'm like, oh yeah, that's cute. I didn't mean that in a sarcastic way. No, I no. It was. It's it's actually a really nice way to see him go. Versus like Leona was at the vet, like wrapped up in like a, one of Gus's old shirts, and she was nearly yeah. dying anyway. It was really sad. Yeah. Um, uh, I want my favorite breed that I want when I go to my forest retreat is a black German Shepherd, all black German Shepherd. Sounds like it would bite someone. No. Do German Shepherds bite people? Fuck yes. Oh, yeah. That's why all the cops use They're them. Like, Whoops. I mean, if you want to bite a breed that like bites people, it's German Shepherds. It's not a, it's not wow. the pit bull. No, German so, Shepherds are so totally cute, though. And, like, yeah, I, yeah. So, how do you, but Some of I them thought are that really was, gentle. I thought they were you trained get, that you way. You get a piece of shit one, they're like a stupid piece of shit. Wow. Well, first off, I wanted to get a German Shepherd in my forest retreat to protect me from bears. And also, I thought a, a uh, black German Shepherd would look like a, a wolf or something. And that would be cool to be in the woods yeah. with like a wolf looking dog. Yeah, I mean, you can't really always pick by how the dogs look because some breed, like, people, everybody wants a husky because they look cool. They're, they're fucking so awful dogs. They're awful. Like, I mean, there's nice huskies. Like, yeah. there are nice huskies and they're beautiful dogs and I've met beautiful, sweet ones, but they are super high energy. They, you need to, like, run them. They need to, like, go and do, like, hunting or agility training or something yeah, but yeah they are not meant to like 
nested in your backyard. No. And that's what I mean. I people, like those that, kind of that's dogs. That's why they're, like, escaping and jumping over fences yeah. and running away. And you always hear, like, these crazy stories about huskies. Well, I mean, that's why I like those kind of dogs, but that's why I don't have it because I live in the city, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, when I have my first retreat, there's no question I'm going to get a dog like that. Or like the white fang dog that's like part wolf, part husky. Um, like the illegal kind? You want those are illegal. Dog? I'm pretty sure it's illegal to have a dog that's part wolf. Um... I don't think it's illegal, this breed. Hold on. His name was Jed. Uh, oh, this is like an actual breed? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, wait. No, yeah. Know. It's wolf dog. And it's a wolf dog hybrid. And it's tot- It's not illegal. Wow. And actually, the uh, the common... It's, com- it's starting to become actually common. Actually, wolves are starting to actually mate with um, dogs like... Like, um, uh, you know, domestic dogs to, uh, uh, for survival in the United States. Um, it is, and also, oh, there's actually. They just start doing that themselves. Like they've decided, like, in order to better survive, we are going to meet with the domesticated dog and at the wolf council. And then the wolf will go and knock on the doors of the domesticated lady dogs like I don't understand they they break into the backyards and they fuck those bitches that's what they do whoa whoa which is funny actually I'm like going through wolf dogs and German shepherds are like kind of in the uh, vicinity of a wolf dog breed wise so I obviously have a a uh, a preference if I'm I'm in I'm I have a I have a dog preference I'm into these uh what the hell was that? Are you still there? My phone just made a weird noise. I'm no, not, I, nothing happened on my end. It's just your phone. Uh, the other thing is, so obviously I'm into wolf, wolf dogs. The other thing is if you, uh, we talked about in an early episode that I am kind of identify as a furry. Oh, well, God, guess what? Yes. Guess what furries? A lot of furries are into, into these uh, wolf hounds, wolf hybrids. That's the, all the costumes are like made after these dogs. So I just want to say that I think it's wrong to have sex with a dog and that, uh, you shouldn't do that. If you're though, uh, into the way that they look and you're with a human being who's dressed as that dog, that's consensual and totally fine. Right. I mean, it is disgusting. The idea of fucking a dog now a totally different thing is dolphin sex because they're not furry. You know, it's, it's like a person. So I'm not really into the furry thing, but I've heard dolphin that dolphins are is pretty bomb. You know, from experience, which I know I'm just sorry. I'm being sarcastic. I know you don't, you've never had sex with a dolphin. Of course not. Of course I've never, but never. I'm saying I never do that. I have heard that. See, here's the thing. Here, here's the thing that makes it wrong. Animals can't consent, and a dolphin and a human do not speak the same language. However, I've heard that dolphins are extremely intelligent. Like they have self awareness. Like for instance, a dolphin will look in the mirror and be like, "I'm a dolphin," you know, which other animals don't don't do that. 
I think actually maybe gorillas and monkeys do that. But in any case, they have self-awareness. They're highly intelligent. So there could be some level of consent there based on that. I've heard that dolphins are really horny, too. And You're like breaking wanted. up. Your, your phone's breaking up. Are you sure? Yeah, I can, now it's not. I think you just didn't want to hear me say that I think it's okay... No, I don't think it's okay to have sex with dolphins. No, your phone was definitely breaking up. Oh. Uh, you mean it's okay to have sex with dolphins is what you're saying? No, 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 no. It's what you just said, Beth. You just said that. No, I didn't. No, I, in all seriousness, yeah, uh, animal can't consent to sex. Any non-consensual sex is wrong. It's, like, really pretty simple to me, so... There's people that have you know, sex with no dogs, sex though. No sex with little children. They can't give consent, you know. No sex with animals. They can't give consent. Yeah. No sex with women that they know or men that they know. They're not giving consent. Like, fucking cut and dried. Um, but what yeah, if a dog... Totally fine between consenting partners. What if a dog's, like, BDSM, humping your totally leg? Fine. What if what? A, what if a dog's, like, humping your leg? Like, hardcore, like, really into it. It's not sexual. A dog humping a dog humping your leg isn't sexual. It doesn't you don't no, think the dog not wants to the it? Dog. It's not they don't hump out of like, oh yeah, it's sex. Like they're fucking it's usually like an expression of dominance. Um, when they're like doing it to you, you know. That's what oh, it's so like this dog of something. When dogs are humping my leg, it's not because they're into me, they're like trying to be dominant over me. Yeah. That's fucked I up. I think that's like a, the oversimplified explanation. Um, I it, There's more to it than that, but I mean, I don't know that that's, much about it, but yeah. That's rape. Yeah. Was dogs were not that's, coming no, I mean, the next time a dog's holding my leg. With you. They were not consenting at that time. But they're exerting their power. It's about power. And that's yeah. fucking rape. And that is not cool at all. And Doggy the rapist. next, like person's dog that does that to me i am gonna get so fucking mad right it's not about sex it's about power exactly wow and also what kind of owner lets their dog do that to people probably a rapist your dog never humps my leg no he i've actually never seen him hump anything However, little Ether, the, the cat that is that was supposed to be blind and is just really, really bizarre, he um, he humps. He actually has a this monkey toy. It's like a plush monkey toy that he every single night my boyfriend puts the toy away, and every single night we wake up and the toy is usually on top of me um, when we wake up in the morning. And, like, we see the cat, like, pretty much on a daily basis humping this toy. Like, he'll get it, he'll carry it in his mouth. Mm -hmm. It's as big as he is. He carries it in his mouth, he drags it, Mm -hmm. like, from one room to another, and then he just, like, starts, like, humping it. Like, it is disturbing. I've never seen a cat humping. At night, he does it on top of me. And it doesn't wake me up. And I wake up in the fucking, we call it the rape toy. The rape toy is on top of me. All the time. I have never 
next week we're gonna have to apologize for using the word rape and talking about rape without giving a trigger warning by the way but I've never heard of a cat humping ever I and didn't I think you're making until this up. my co-worker told me about her cat that does it and then now I have this especially neutered cats pervert. I yeah, guess neutered. I guess if he's neutered well I I want to talk a minute here Real quick, we actually do have to finish up here because we've been going on a while. But uh, people that use, like, they personify their pets in a way where, in a, in a political way, in the politi political arena, like with race or with uh, gender or with sexuality. And I find it really awkward and I don't like it. Considering that we're talking about how you know, it's wrong to have sex with animals. I think it's also wrong to compare, like, I mean, for instance, my cat is black. And since I got him, I have people that like compare him to black people all the time. And I think it's, it's really weird. And I don't, I don't like it at all. And like, you know, they're like, Oh, Hey, Black Panther. Yeah. You know, Black Power. Or like, um, just like all kinds of like, you know, Oh, you, you better not name your cat. Like, you know, uh, or you should name your cat like John Coltrane or something. And I'm like, what, what the hell? Like it's a, it's a black cat. Like he's not a black person. And then also, cause I have two male cats. I have people ask me all the time if they're gay lovers. And I'm like, why, why do we have to do that? Why do we have to put like, no, they're cats. They're, you know, I mean, I don't know I what his sexual. I don't what. I don't know. I think it's funny. I don't know what their sexual preference is, and I'm not personifying my cats. I'm not putting, you know, the um, complexities of you know racism in, in America onto my cat because he's black, and I'm not gonna. Oh, I do it for fun and enjoyment. There's also the gender life. issue too, like people being like, "Oh, don't misgender my cat or my." dog and people get so mad dude if you're like oh yeah i hope he feels better it's a she like well then don't name your dog like cole well i also <laughs> it's like i don't like for instance that people assume that all cats like when when i read cat blog posts actually or, or or articles about cats i've noticed that authors tend to gender the cats female no matter what yeah, I think that, I mean, that's something that a lot of people say. Is they well, why are you, why do you have to? Women and dogs as masculine. Exactly. And I actually don't think, why do we have to gender a, a dog and a cat? Like, why do we have to create the binary with, with dogs and cats? Like, why, like, I just feel like if we're going to ever break out of, you know, that kind of, heteronormative uh you know stru binary structure of gender we we need to like start with our pets if anything i guess i'm politicizing my cats right now aren't i you sure are and you know what though wow like, I, I, I hate myself we have we have if there's there are characteristics that we consider feminine and characteristics that we consider masculine and it's like very ingrained in us very deeply you know and like we can sit here and be like well you know, we need to get a break out of this, like, da-da-da, like, it, it doesn't make it go away, like, as a part of, like, how we perceive reality and, like, describe human beings, and then, like, as human beings, we personify everything, 
You know, it's just like how we create our reality and communicate. And I, a lot of people just tend to think of cats as having feminine characteristics and dogs as having masculine characteristics for whatever reason. Oh, well, obviously the, the feminine characteristics towards cats is because they're uh, emotionally detached and sexual objects. Yeah. yeah, but like you could say like with dogs, it's like, well, they're guys because like they're dumb and like they're like loyal. You know, or you could say it's because, like, yeah, like, they're, like, men because they're bigger and, like, stronger. You know, you could say that cats are feminine because they are very um, agile, you know, and graceful, Well, all of it is arbitrary, actually. I don't know why we have to assume a gender role to any of those qualities. And then because to it's further how along, we communicate and describe things to each other. Yeah, but what if that's not the good way to communicate and describe things to each other? What if that's hurtful and harmful to a lot of people? Work. I don't know. It will take a lot of long work, and part of that that I'm going to start doing is, you know what? My cat is non-binary. Actually, when my vet talks to me about Beelzebub and they say he, I'm going to tell them that it's actually they. That's their pronoun. And that if they refer to any of my cats, Pecker or Bub, as he, I'm going to say it's they. His name is Pecker. What? His name is Pecker. His name is Pecker. Anyway, if uh, you, if I, if, okay, so I just, if you were my vet talking to me and I told you uh, my cat is they, not he or she, would you respect my request and call my cat they? Yeah. Thank you. I would. Um, And then I would laugh behind your back. Well, I'm doing it. I'm changing it. I'm doing it. Do it. We say, like, we would probably be like, cool. All right. It's fine. It's feeling better now. And maybe my I mean, uncomfortableness... They're fucking neutered and spayed. Like, they are basically genderless anyway. And they're not people. And you're right, yeah. So, like, we put these... You know what's the worst to me? I fucking hate it when people say fur baby. And when people are like, all right, me, like, whatever. Like, we'll be like, oh, like, he's our son. But it's like, we're not fucking serious. Like, when people are like, well, you know, just comparing in any way. Mm-hmm. Babies and dogs or babies and cats. Like, when people are like, oh, having a puppy is like having a baby. Like, no, don't say that. It's wrong. But, like, I also hate it when people get so fucking super offended. They're like, you have no idea what it's like to have a human baby. Like, no, of course I don't. You know? And, like, no, you don't if you've never had a human baby. But, like, shut the fuck up, both of you. But, yeah. Well, also, you never had a human baby. Don't call it a fur baby. It's gross. It sounds like a food baby that you shit out and it's furry. Baby. I agree with you. I think that sounds gross. It does. Um, and also, I think, you know, considering how passionate I got about the gender of my cats, that I think perhaps my uncomfortableness with people comparing my cat to a black person because he's black, or excuse me, because they're black, is probably um, my own uncomfortableness with blackness in America. And probably is that's and so from now on when somebody does it I'm just gonna own it and be like yeah um yeah he's black yeah he's black my cat's black yeah. 
And good uh, for you. And I I uh, loved the movie Black Panther as well. And Excellent. I didn't see it. I, I if somebody really it, wants to compare him to a superhero, that's awesome. <laughs> wow, it seems like you really came to like a good conclusion today, Beth. Well, also, uh, my cats are gay. Good for you. If people want to say that my cats are gay, then so be it. My cats are totally gay. Good. Especially Gonzo. Yeah. Well, I guess, so, all right, honestly, okay, I'm still uncomfortable. The reason being is, like, I mean, being gay, being black, being transgender, in real life as human beings is is not fucking easy at all. It's, like, you know, and so to be, like, these, like, fucking white people with their cats talking to straight white people with their cats okay. talking like this it it just it aggravates me because it's it's no that's a good point you know i think that's what it is for me that's what annoys me but i'm still for for fun for shits and giggles i actually am gonna demand that my vet re- refer to my cats as they and them i love it and like you should make them like because i guarantee you like that this like, in our system, at my work, I know you wouldn't be able to change, like, the gender pronoun. Like, it's, like, N for, or, like, M-N for, like, male neutered, uh-huh. M-S and F-S for female spade. Like, there's no other way. You can't, like, write in a fucking letter. Like, and I'd be like, yeah, it has to say N. It can't say M for male. Yeah. It has to say, like, N for neuter. Neuter, neuter. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I guess, yeah, because you can't put non-binary in there. And then you could sue them because, like, their drop-down in their system, in that whole system that, like, probably every vet hospital uses, mm-hmm. does not provide, like, a non-binary gender pronoun, uh, whatever, letter. Well, that would be, that would be the epitome of, like, cis, white, hetero privilege right there if I fucking sue my mm-hmm. vet over not yeah. having a drop down for my cat, which mm-hmm. quite frankly, I feel like we, we are, this is a headline from the future we're discussing right now. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Uh, Barbara Streisand actually, um, cloned her dog. That happened what? this year. Yeah. Speaking of white people, okay. rich white people privilege. Yeah. Her dog died. She was really sad. She cloned the dog and then like six dogs were born or something like that out of the clone. And, um, and so she had to like give a bunch of these puppies away and then like she got the puppy and she wasn't really satisfied because it wasn't just like her, her previous dog. Now that sounds shitty cause it sounds shitty, but really what she said was, well, he'll never replace, you know, Fufu originally, even though the dog looks just like him, he'll never replace him. But in any case, to clone your dog, it costs like a shit ton of money and people were really sure. pissed off about Jesus it. Christ. That's why everyone was really pissed off about it. Because it's like all the shit that's going on in the world and Barbara Streisand puts all this fucking money in to to clone her dead dog because she can't handle it. Yeah. Which like there's four-year-olds out there handling it today, you know? Right. (laughs) Exactly. There's four-year-olds out there handling it. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. That is pathetic. 
Um, what do you think about golden retriever memes? You like those? I don't know. What are you talking about? Golden retrievers are huge in memes. So like cats win the internet. Cats, hands down, cats win the internet. Okay. I mean, you could be a dog or cat. Look, like we've explained, I'm a dog and a cat person. Maureen's a dog and a cat person. So we're not playing sides here. We both like really fucking love cats and dogs. But cats, hand down, hands down, win the internet as far as popularity. Dogs, yeah. dogs come in second. And actually, technically, more people own cats than people own dogs. But I think that's just because cats are easier to own, and that's why more people own them. I, I literally don't think that's, like, a preference. It's just, like, cats are more Yeah, convenient. they're so much easier, yeah. But they are more popular on the internet than dogs. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess golden retrievers are great in memes. Um, I didn't know if there was, like, a specific picture. There's, like, a bunch about, of them. Like, well, one. There's uh, this one gold, there's a lot of gold, golden retrievers are like, you know, the symbol of goodness and happiness. So there's like, yeah. uh, that's typically how they're used in memes. There's one in particular I really like, and it's this like old man on his deathbed in a hospital. And there's a golden retriever sitting by his bed with his paw on his lap. And then there's like a think bubble. And then people put different things in the bubble. Like, uh -huh. I think originally it was like a red Corvette was like in the thought bubble or some shit anyway who was thinking the man or the dog exactly oh we don't know no i uh, i'm just I'm, i just wanted to be poignant so i just said exactly oh <laughs> um there's also a, a a famous new yorker cartoon where... you didn't answer me who is the thought bubble coming from dude all right, hold on. I don't know. Hold on. Let me see. Um, old man, golden retriever. Wait, you don't know? I mean, How does it no, it's been a while since I've seen it. It just came in my it's, head. Okay. How's it funny if you don't know who's thinking about it? It's funny because Corvette. there's a dying old man in the picture. That's why it's funny. <laughs> Actually, oh my God. Sounds sad to me. Oh, oh my God. Old... Deathbed. Maybe I'll try deathbed. Oh my god. Ever wonder what Did I make this up in my head? I can't find it. It's obviously not that it... I can't fucking find it. Ever wonder what women talk about when you're not around? This, I, can, I can't even find about. it. I can't even find it. This is it. what the fuck we talk golden about. Golden Retrievers, okay? There's... I mean, golden... I'll, I'll, just do, I'll just do Golden Retriever meme. Let's just do Golden Retriever meme. Um... It's just a bunch of golden retrievers being totally adorable and sweet. Um, well, I don't see how it, that could be bad in my eyes. I already approve. 12 best golden retriever memes, and I don't like any of them, actually. Uh, I'm just going through here. They all suck. Um, there's also the, uh, what about, oh, I think it's the the Japan's national dog. What's Japan's national dog? Um, um, I have no idea. Japan's national dog. Dodge. It's a Dodge on the internet. Uh, there. Doge. I think it's this one. Hokado. Yeah, it's a Hokado. I have no idea what dog that is. Anyway, they're really cute. They they look like wool. They have like a fox face. Uh -huh. And this dog is actually used in a meme. It's a famous meme where 
It's oh, it's called the Do- it's called the Dodge meme, which is a, a yeah, no, D-O-G. So that's the yeah. breed of the dog that's in the meme, and it's like him, oh, and then there's all these that. little thoughts around him. Anyway, that's the dog. Yeah, that's like if you want to be internet famous, you got to go out and buy that dog breed, and uh, and just you know get up on the Instagram, and you're you're done. You're good. You're in. Actually, yeah, this one's saying it's a Shiba Inu. Shiba Inu. Shiba Inu. That's what they're, yeah, it's a Shiba Inu, Inu. That's what they're called. Shiba Inu. It's the, and it's the, like, national dog of Japan. They're so adorable. Okay. Cool. Um, also, a lot of furries use them in their costumes as a reference, <sighs> by the way. Okay. Okay, we've been talking I mean, for two, no judgment, uh, two hours. no judgment, judgment. We've been talking for two hours. This is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, this is ridiculous. I, uh, I, I mean, it. cats have been in my life for, you know... Since I was born, pretty much. I, I freaking love cats so much. I have two cats. Egyptians worship cat, cats. Cat, cat. I know why Egyptians worship cats. I also uh, was reading this book, Cleveland Amory's, um, uh, The Cat That Came Home for Christmas. Hilarious. I recommend that for any cat lover. Um, I just, you know, I feel like we talked about dogs more than cats. That's why I just want to close up. Any final cat things? Nope. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't have any final cat things. All right, so let's close it up. Thank you, everyone, for listening um, to us talk for like uh, two hours, probably. Actually, because we talked on the phone before podcasting, so I would say we we this this episode's a hundred minutes long ish. Great job. Yeah. So, okay. Bye, everyone. We Bye. uh Thanks thanks for listening to our cat and dog episode. Have a great weekend. Roof! 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 Bub, will you meow? Meow's a bub. Bub's getting excited.